am Dr. Ed. DK Victor Kichuku. JN Ogunga. Chika Okoro, I am a public health specialist. Dr. Ed. Consultant gynecologist. DK Victor Kichuku, I am a doctor, I am a health worker. JN Ogunga, a psychiatrist. As you are all aware, we are in a pandemic caused by the coronavirus. Remember to protect yourself and protect your neighbor. Wash your hands with running water and soap. This is a new virus with not much known about its behavior. So as it moves around the world, it evolves, acquiring new characteristics, changing to various different strains, and in some cases, growing stronger. This COVID-19 pandemic is affecting us all one way or the other. So take care of your mental health by thinking positively. We, the healthcare workers, are there to assist as much as we can. Staying connected virtually to others, exercise daily, maintain good diet, and have at least six to eight hours of sleep every night. Remember, if you're coughing or breathing fast, report to the disease surveillance and notification officer at your local government headquarters. However, it will be difficult if the cases are too many at once. Help us to help you. We are working hard to ensure that we defeat this coronavirus. We enjoy you to stay safe. We enjoy you to stay at home. Together, we shall overcome this pandemic. a time that uh, people who have been locked down in Lagos, FCT and Ogun have been anticipating, you know, a a day that uh, the lockdown has been eased. On Darling Clinic this morning, we will be having an interesting conversation. Welcome to the Man Crush Monday edition of Darling Clinic. Certified Camille is my name. A friend of mine told me that was a month ago, you know, she she came in contact with uh, a COVID-19, a positive case of COVID-19. And she said that while she was um, self-isolating for 14 days, she she had mild symptoms of of COVID-19. And uh, she decided to, to smoke. You know, because I mean, she smokes and she started to smoke, and she noticed that um, it made her very uncomfortable that they felt like her lungs were almost going to jump out. And she said something to me and the rest of the people who were in that chat. 
She said, never try that you need your lungs to survive this. To survive this. You need your lungs to help you, you know, fight this. Don't try to, you know, smoke this period. Don't try to abuse substance. She said all of those things. And, you know, I was trying to understand how this can impact COVID-19 infection. And that's the conversation we will be having on Darling Clinic this morning with Dr. Julia Ogunga. We'll be looking at that. Is it possible that uh, mental illness and substance use disorder? can worsen COVID-19 infection. We'll have Dr. Julia Ogunga, a psychiatrist and the Deputy Director of the Department of Health Services, Alvan Ikoku Federal College of Education, uh, join us on the show. She's recorded, so we're going to listen to her and find out how this happens. Why does this happen? Is there any way out of this? But first, you know how we do it? We like to get updates. Currently, we have uh, two active cases of COVID-19 here in Imoste. The lockdown was eased, uh, eased yesterday. So we're going to speak with Dr. Dunga Kingsley and get an update. He's a member of the COVID-19 task force in Imoste. And he's also uh, the chairman, a medical lab scientist here in Imoste. Let's find out what's, what's, what's the latest really. It's the second case. Is uh, this is the second case um, a contact of the index case? How many contacts have been traced so far? Is it too early to ease the lockdown? Let's connect to Dr. Dunga Kingsley. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. You're welcome to Darling Clinic, Dr. Dunga. Thank you. Good morning. All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, to get the updates again, once again from you. So, before the last time we spoke, we only had one case of uh, you know COVID nineteen confirmed in the state, and this week we have uh, we have a second case. So we're going to start with that. Is the second case um, a contact traced to the first to the index case? Yes. Okay, that's okay. Uh, that's right. So how many contacts more have been traced from that index case and the second case so far? You know, um, when the second case was uh, got it, or was uh, uh, proved to be positive, the contact tracing continued. So as I speak with you, uh, those in the clinical and uh, surveillance and clinical management are putting up to contact tracing, and they were up there again. We're now using uh, an OD case to GPS apparatus. To make sure that we don't miss any of the contacts that have come in contact with the person as positive. So we've also tried to upgrade, as like in the border, anybody that is coming in, we are using OD to GPS to track them uh, most of the active cases. You're using GPS so, to track the active case, the active cases. Active contact. There's an ODK app, an ODK app. Okay. To show that if you trace the person, don't miss For instance, as you are getting the name. The paraphernalia, the particular, you're cascading it to the center, they're asking that you're doing it. You don't want to get the case that maybe you're supposed to go to MBC to trace, trace your contact. Maybe something goes uh, uh, um, wrong along the line. So this one is three times. As you're getting the person's particulars, you're cascading it to the OGK, where there is um, a center or uh, a place where everything you're getting will, will, will be seen three times. Mm. There's been reports. That's 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 a good upgrade, really. But there, there's been reports, you know, of uh, people uh, sneaking in corpses of their dead relatives from Kano into states in the southeast, and Imo State is, is a part of it. How are you? Uh, have you traced any of these people? Uh, no, what we, are you doing? Well, well, uh, such uh, rumors, but as I speak, I want to tell you that it's unfunded. We've not uh, 
seen any case, but he's not social media hype. We live in the era of social media, so anything goes, but there's no smoke without fire. Was he trying to create this thing? Because uh, as I speak with you, on Friday, yes, we went to Lucas, the task force chairman for some you and some members of the team. We went to the boundary between Imo State and Anambra, Ogas, Kokakokwa. We are making sure that no such things happen. The cops he will sneak in from Kano. It's a long distance. I mean, he's in a box. You have to approve. No, we must almost, 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 almost validate authenticate information before we, you know, start cascading or start peddling them. But however, like I said, the information is still being investigated so far. It has not been authenticated to be true. All right. So what about testing? How many um, samples have been tested so far, uh, the index case? It's a continuous process. I might tell you that I've tested a particular number. It might not be correct because as I speak, work is ongoing. If we trace you and you came in contact with a person who is positive, without missing words, your sample is taken immediately. So the number keeps on increasing. So I will not be able to give you a, an accurate figure at the moment, except I call um, those who are in the field as I speak. Yeah, so the testing has been a concern for some people who believe that. I mean, logically, when you look at it, since uh, the report of the index case, uh, we've only had another, you know, just one positive case return. Um, and looking at the distance that it takes us to, you know, get, take samples to where it's going to get tested, that's three hours, 40, 45 minutes to get to Ebony State to submit those samples. Is, it, is there a possibility that it, the samples might be distorted all the way to uh, Abakeleke? Well, um, like, you know, I'm a medical laboratory scientist. I'm not just, I'm the chairman of the association of the state. As part of our resolve, a part of our aspiration to make sure that things get better, we have uh, decided to delay 200 miles of VTM via transport medium, which will help to also preserve these viruses before they get to the place. But before now, this is in place. But we just have to be double sure because uh, people must always talk. So the only thing you can do is to work harder and try to improve what you're doing. You are not going to impose the case of somebody when it's not positive. So we are working. So it was on this premise that the administration taught the students to also contribute a part of sharing responsibility. So they need extra bias of VTM. This is the media that needs to preserve the virus so that along the line they don't die. So we are doing that. Tomorrow we are going to present it to the task force through the chairman, Professor Boris Yu. I've also done some things as part of our responsibility. If you go through Okiwe Road ar- around the um, MDGC, Federal Government Guest College and uh, Government College Aziz, you see a big board front and back in Iban English that has been put there by the Chair of Medical States of Nigeria, Timothy's branch. I've also made our own sanitizers, which we are giving to government and some other radio stations. I'm sure we'll give you two as Zalin FM because uh, you've been our partners in trying to disseminate information. Mm. Before I come to your studio to that part or come to see you, they must be protected. So we're going to give you uh, people some sanitizers because of uh, we appreciate that, Dr. Dunga. Before I let you go, one last uh, question. I mean, the, the lockdown has been eased, and we only we have we currently have two active cases. Isn't that a bit too early? Uh, well, um, I am going to answer you this question as Dunga Kespi, not as a member of the COVID-19 or from a point of view. You know, people have been kept in their houses for six weeks now. 
and maybe government has not been able to meet up with the palliatives to satisfy everybody in the country. So by inference, when people stay back and they're not getting food, they might start to revolt against the system or cause chaos. So the best thing is just to relax the lockdown for them to come out and fight for themselves while maintaining the social distancing, wearing face masks, washing their hands often with sanitizers and their water, soap and water. So what I'd like to say is that the lockdown, sorry, the, the, the restriction or the relaxing it is not a way of to say do what you like. The, the National Organization of uh, what do you call it, the NOA, National Education Agency, they have given guidelines on how people should conduct themselves in this period. We don't want to say because the lockdown was relaxed now, we start getting committed transmission or start getting off. Generally speaking, life is a stigma curve. Every scientific study follows the stigma curve. You don't relax the lockdown when it is still in the lock or exponential phase. Mm-hmm. You have to flatten or begin to decline. But having done this kind of prevailing conditions, people should not take it for granted. They must go with masks. The buses that are flying must not carry more than four passengers. Yeah, that should be enforced because we see that here in Imo states. Uh, they carry three. have to do more. Are you getting what I'm saying? We're not saying because of people that in their city will not sleep. Government is just trying to make sure that the hardship doesn't escalate. That's why they relax the lockdown. But people shouldn't take it for granted because if they think that everything is normal or all right, we're going to have an explosion. We're going to have community transmission. So buses should be educated not to carry more than four passengers. Thank you so much, Dr. Duda. to go. Yes, I am taking responsibility and sewing my own mask to protect you and I. I urge you to also take responsibility, improvise and produce your own mask. Wear a mask, protect me and I protect you. Wear a mask so that you can protect me and I protect you. A message from 107.3 Darling FM. Clinic on 107.3 Darling FM certified. Camille is my name. I've got DJ Extreme with me uh, in the studio this morning, and we're paying attention to uh, mental illness and substance use disorder. How does does, does this worsen COVID-19 infection? We'll find out from Dr. Julia Ogunga, who is a psychiatrist and the deputy director, Department of Health Services, Alvan Ikoku Federal College of Education. You can be a part of you know this conversation 
find us via our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Darling FM 1073. Share your concerns, share your questions with us. And uh, uh, thank you so much, Dr. Dunga XL Kingsley, for uh, giving us that update. We have so many unanswered questions, and these questions we've been waiting on the Commissioner for or Commissioner of Health, you must take Dr. Damaris Osunko to answer most of his questions. We do not have responses yet, and uh, we are hoping that uh, by the end of this week, before the end of this week, we'll have uh, persons who can answer some of his questions for us. Do we have another treatment center apart from the one at FMC, which is almost full because we have two active cases and it can't even take more than five persons? What, what are our plans? Are we, pre- are we even prepared for all of this? Is it too early to uh, you know, ease the lockdown in the state? We're going to find answers to those questions before the end of the week. Now, let's listen to Dr. Julia Ogungwa. Hello, Dr. Julia. I'm Dr. J.N. Ogunga, a psychiatrist. The topic today will be, can mental illness and substance abuse disorder worsen COVID-19 infection? Just like pre-existing medical conditions, uh, such as hypertension or diabetes, can worsen the conditions of those suffering from COVID-19, so it can be for those suffering from mental illness and substance use disorder. Research has identified that the more vulnerable to the mental health impacts of COVID-19 are the homeless and the mentally ill and so forth. Those with mental illness and substance use disorder pre-pandemic will likely require mental health and substance use services more during the pandemic. Now let us listen to the reasons why mental illness and substance use disorder may make worse the infection of the virus. We will start with the physical reasons to this. Now, there are different types of substances of abuse, such as cannabis or Indian hemp, cigarettes, cocaine, opiates, like codeine, heroin, petidine. Then there's tobacco, methamphetamine, alcohol, and so forth. Some of these substances are smoked, inhaled, snorted, or ingested orally, or injected, and so forth. The substances that are smoked or snorted will enter the bloodstream either through the mucous membrane of the nose or through the lungs, while those that are taken orally will enter the bloodstream by absorption through the stomach or the intestine. Now, for those who sit in the room with those who smoke and they themselves don't smoke, are called secondary smokers. And these substances can also get into their bloodstream and cause the same effect as those caused by actual smoking. Substances that are sw- uh, smoked, like cannabis or cigarettes, are risk factors for respiratory tract infections, such as pneumonia and even cancer of the respiratory tract. They also can cause reduction in respiratory rates. Now, in the brain, Delta-9-tetrahydrocannabinol, or THC, the active ingredient in cannabis, goes from the lungs or the stomach to the bloodstream, to the brain, and other fatty tissues in the body, and cause rewiring of the brain. They affect the chemicals in the brain, like the neurotransmitters, such as dopamine, serotonin, and so forth. And they also destroy the brain or the neurons. Nicotine, the active ingredients of cigarettes, will cause an increase in the firing of the neurons in certain parts of the brain and the release of dopamine. Smoking increases the risk 
of one having a stroke by two to four times by damaging the blood vessels and making them thinner and narrower, leading to blood clots forming in the brain, and that's stroke. Alcohol consumption can damage the liver, the pancreas. It can cause cardiovascular diseases such as hypertension and heart diseases by reducing the blood supply to the heart, especially in heavy drinkers. Alcohol is also a risk factor for developing pneumonia or tuberculosis. Opiates are opioids. These are medications prescribed by doctors to treat pain. Now, the abuse of these drugs under this class will cause shallow breathing, slow down the heart rate, and loss of consciousness, among other things. People abuse these opiates because it makes them have euphoria or pleasure. By stimulating the production of neurotransmitters called dopamine, it slows down the heart rate and the breathing and damages the brain and causes death. When injected, this class of drug can increase the risk of one having a heart disease called cardioendocarditis. Most substances of abuse also reduce the body immune system, making it easy for those who abuse these substances to get infected by bacteria or viruses. Let us hear the psychological aspect of substance abuse. Because these substances of abuse affect the brain negatively, they are also risk factors for developing mental health conditions such as schizophrenia, depression, bipolar, anxiety, and so forth. This comes about because these substances of abuse negatively affect the neurons and the neurotransmitters in the brain. For example, when the neurotransmitter dopamine is produced in excess, there's a risk factor of one to break down with schizophrenia or mania. Looking at the social aspect, these substances can predispose one to homelessness and vagrancy, as well as incarceration and unemployment, their mental illness and poverty. Now let us hear about those people who have an already existing mental illness, such as depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, obsessive compulsive disorders, and so forth, before the onset of COVID-19. Physically, we know that those suffering from mental illness have a reduced new, uh, neurons in certain parts of the brain, making their brain smaller in size and in weight. We will continue that conversation with Dr. Julia, but uh, we have a breaking news here. Um, an elderly man uh, just fell down and seems con- unconscious at Newmarket Junction by Douglas Road. Uh, we advise ambulance to, to head there now. And those who are around the man crowding him should desist from doing so. Please desist from doing so. Do not crowd the man. Do not crowd the area. Uh, we advise an ambulance to head there now. We call on the authorities who are listening to us now to head to New Market Junction by Douglas Road where an elderly man just fell and seems a bit it seems unconscious actually uh, so we're going to continue the conversation on darling clinic uh, we're looking dr julia is already talking about those who already have you know mental illness before covid 19 like depression and schizophrenia anxiety disorder take a listen smaller in size and in weight. Recent research is also showing that the brain, blood-brain barrier, in, uh, this is the membrane that's present in the brain uh, that uh, prevents 
you know, chemicals and bacteria or viruses from entering the brain. Now, this blood-brain barrier is, is defective in those who suffer from schizophrenia. This means that it's easy for bacteria and viruses to go from the blood vessels to the brain in these people. The immune system of those who have mental illness are also reduced, are, are also reduced in function. Mental illness is associated with increased susceptibility to infections due to cognitive defects. That is poor thinking, poor judgment. Thus, they can underestimate the seriousness of things. So, what are the things we do know about COVID-19, though it is a new infection? But there are certain things we know. We do know that it's a disease that presents with many symptoms that can be mild, moderate, and severe. And we know that the person's immunity plays a part in this. We also know that it is a, a virus that attacks the lungs damages it, causes shortness of breath, then those with um, ineffective immune system may have secondary infections to the lungs like a bacteria infection. We know that due to the low oxygen and the, that's associated with this virus and the increase in iron in the blood, which leads to multiple organ failures like the damage to the heart muscles, circulatory failures, liver and, and kidney failures, there's blood for, uh, clot formation also in the blood vessels. The neurons of the brain have been detected to be potential target for COVID-19 because the virus can penetrate the brain, the blood-brain barrier. It can damage neurons, leading to a loss of ability to involuntary breathing, as well as altered, in, altered taste and smell. It can cause seizures or epilepsy, impair consciousness, and stroke, either due to the rupture of the brain, uh, blood vessels in the brain or blocking the brain uh, uh, blood vessels with clots. We know, we, we now know that abuse of substances are risk factors to respiratory tract uh, diseases like pneumonia. These substances affect not only the respiration, they also affect the heart negatively. Also, some of these substances of abuse are risk factors to damage the blood vessels in the brain as well as clot formation in the, in the blood vessels predisposes to stroke. We've said that. We also know that because those suffering from schizophrenia have irregular blood-brain barrier, uh, bacteria and viruses can easily get into the brain via the bloodstream. Both substance use disorder and mental illness can reduce the immunity function in the person suffering from them. So these people are at risk of having a more fatal consequences from the complications of the virus. Recently, a whole lot of uh, measures have been put in place to prevent the spread of the virus from human to human. These measures include lockdown when people have the mandatory stay at home, they're wearing, there's need for wear face masks, and they're taking care of these face masks, physical distancing, regular hand washing uh, with the use of hand sanitizers when there's no running water or soap. It is very difficult to get the cooperation of those suffering from mental illness to adhere to these measures. Even those abusing substances find it difficult to cooperate, all due to loss of insight. They will have difficulties in staying at home during the lockdown. The proper use of masks will be an uphill task for them. Thus, 
there are risk factors of their getting the illness and spreading it. The preventive measures for COVID-19 causes increase in loneliness, social and physical isolation and entrapment. Thus, the likelihood to exacerbate the old case of mental illness or present new cases of mental health conditions. Unfortunately, due to the fear and anxiety of the pandemic, it has caused many persons with mental health conditions to not be able to access their regular medical appointments. Together with the lockdown, there's an increase in mental health conditions resulting in anger and confusion. There could also be suicide ideations, that is suicidal thoughts, and even suicide death, that's suicide itself. This pandemic, see, I've seen so many people lose their jobs, and those with pre-existing mental illness may be affected. Thus, getting treatment uh, from the out of, is an out-of-pocket expense in this country will, be very, uh, will not be very possible. Thus, the importance of treatment and prevention. So what do we do to mitigate all this? The first thing to do is to identify those at risk. That is, those um, substance, who use substance of abuse and those who suffer from mental illness. Those, they need to train health workers. Once, they are, once these people are identified, the next thing to do is to place them on treatment. This could be psychological treatment, or medical uh, treatment with medications or both. For those who abuse substances, the sooner they stop the use of these substances, the better for them before there's damage to any of their organs. Take for example, those who abuse alcohol can have damage to any of their organs like the heart, the liver, and so forth. This may not be reversed even if they have stopped the substance. So the earlier they, they, stop, they stop the substances, the better. So medications like antidepressants can improve the immune system of persons as well as reduce inflammation in any part of the body. Treatment will enable the person gain insight and be able to cooperate with lockdown measures for the prevention of the virus infection. During psychotherapy, the patient is taught problem solving, which will help him cope with, uh, with, within this crisis period. Parents and caregivers should spend time explaining the preventive measures and even the, the, the virus condition at the language and rate the uh, uh, patient can understand. Thank you. I am Dr. Idi. DK Victor Kichuku. JN Ogunga. Chika Okoro. I am a public health specialist. Dr. Idi. Consultant gynecologist. DK Victor Kichuku. I'm a doctor. I'm a health worker. JN Ogunga. A psychiatrist. As you are all aware, we are in a pandemic caused by the coronavirus. Remember to protect yourself and protect your neighbor. Wash your hands with running water and soap. This is a new virus with not much known about its behavior. So as it moves around the world, it evolves, acquiring new characteristics, changing to various different strains, and in some cases, growing stronger. This COVID-19 pandemic is affecting us all one way or the other. So take care of your mental health by thinking positively. We, the healthcare workers, are there to assist as much as we can. Staying connected virtually to others, 
exercise daily, maintain good diet, and have at least six to eight hours of sleep every night. Remember, if you are coughing or breathing fast, report to the disease surveillance and notification officer at your local government headquarters. However, it will be difficult if the cases are too many at once. Help us to help you. We are working hard to ensure that we defeat this coronavirus. We enjoy you to stay safe. We enjoy you to stay at home. Together, we shall overcome this pandemic. Contest the love, 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 contest the love
This is Darling Clinic on 107.3 Darling FM. I really appreciate uh, Dr. Julia, the insight she's given us this morning on uh, mental illness and substance use disorder. If it worsens uh, COVID-19 infection, she talked about that. And uh, it's also some of the things that we can do, you know, getting treatment at this point for uh, persons with mental illness and reducing substance use. It might be really hard, but uh, it's, it's doable. Little, little efforts can help you stay safer. I remember this this morning I saw a tweet by Kiki Modi saying, uh, how are people delivering that apparently people people were people were say abusing drugs in the lockdown. So how were people delivering uh, delivering drugs at the, at at that point? Were they passing as essential workers, you know, and getting to the to the persons who abuse some of the substance? But what we're learning on Darling Clinic this morning is that you know it's important for us to try if you abuse any of the substances uh, mentioned by Dr. Julia Ogunga. It's important it's important for you to find ways to reduce uh, the use of of those substances and get help call you know call a psychiatrist call a a psychologist a clinical psychologist talk to someone to help you get through this period let's take this call hello good morning hi welcome to darling clinic what's your name oh hi gates where are you calling from oh okay so how's it going this morning Yeah, we can hear you, Gates. Yeah, what can I do in your effort in order to let us know what is going on uh, about the global pandemic? You have been a little talk here in Moses. But I have a question to the previous speaker as well before the doctor. Oh, the uh, doctor Dunga, who gave us an update? Yes, yes, the lab doctor. The med lab scientist. So much. That question. The expansion of the isolation centers. Okay, to make it more than the six we currently have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, so all these questions, I'm, I'm, I've uh, noted these questions, I've written them down. Yeah, and you. Okay, all right. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I do know that the last time we had a conversation on testing, uh, Dr. Dunga told us that uh, there are efforts to ensure that we start testing in Imo State. How, how far that effort has gone, we do not know yet. We, we will find answers to your questions, Gibbs. Thank you so much for you know calling in to share that with us. On Facebook, I have a comment. I'm going to take that comment. Uh, this is... Uh, okay, there are three comments, actually. Uh, Chidoke Duru says, Good morning, Camille. My name is Duru Chidoke, texting from Umuguma. I want to sympathize with the families of those that have lost uh, th- that lost their lives in the Oweri tragedy and also to COVID-19. Why is the government is in lockdown now the coronavirus is at increase in Imo State and Nigeria? I think there will be much problems in Nigeria if easing of if if easing this lockdown is anything to go by because a good number of our people will never keep to the rules. So I hereby plead with the government for more and continued sensitization of the citizens. Thank you and God bless darling FM. Thank you to Joker Duru. This is um a huge concern for most of us, but uh, like we said, we'll find most answers and get reassurances before the week ends. Uh, Comrade Diwegu says, good morning, Camille. I do not think that uh, mental... Oh, I think you joined the conversation like that. Mental illness and substance abuse, dis- substance use dis- disorder will worsen COVID-19 infection. I hope you were able to get that information from Dr. Julia. Chris Kachi says, good morning, Camille, Dr. Julia, and DJ Extreme. Uh, you, okay, you talk more on pr- treatment or prevention and not care, okay? And not care. Okay, noting that. Uh, the take of, of inhale for Qatar, is it proper for one with mental illness? What is the medical or traditional effects of snuff to the body and its potency? All right, so we'll take that message to Dr. Julia and we'll get you an answer. But are you talking about inhaler? Inhaler for Qatar? Is it proper for one with mental illness? I right, we'll get you answers to that. I'll ask Dr. Julia and respond to you on Facebook, Chris Katty. Thank you for sharing that with us. <laughs> As countries are beginning to, you know, reopen, relax lockdowns, uh, you know, people are beginning to move around in uh, in most states, the lockdown has been has been eased as well. But it's important that as you're going out, you need to you need to protect yourself. And I have to announce this again, hoping that an ambulance is already heading to New Market Junction by Douglas Road because an elderly man. Fell, fell down there and seems unconscious and people are gathering around him, people are crowding the man and I'm saying now if you're there and you're listening to the radio, you're close uh, to someone who's there listening to the radio please tell those people to stop uh, crowding this man and remember as you're going out, if it's very necessary for you to go out, please use a face mask the cover, our cover hasn't 
flattened yet. It has to flatten before we can, you know, start reintegrating into the society. And it's also important for us to know that, I mean, people recover from COVID-19. People uh, get infected, they recover, and they go back home. In the world, we've recorded, uh, we've recorded over one million recoveries, right, out of over three million cases that we have in the world. Over 3.5 million cases, the 3.5 million cases in the world, we've recorded one th- one million, 1.1 million recoveries. And here in Nigeria, out of 2,558 cases that we currently have, uh, we have 400 cases that have been dis- discharged and 87 deaths, which shows that people recover from COVID-19. It's not a death sentence. So when you're, you, you are contacted that maybe someone you came in contact with has is, is down with COVID-19, it's it's re- the responsible thing for you to do is you know go with the team that has come to speak with you that will get you that will help you manage and uh, you'll you'll also recover it's not a death sentence people recover okay so to wrap it up on the show this morning i would like to i would actually like to celebrate all the all the journalists who are out there covering the COVID-19 pandemic, ensuring that uh, uh, misinformation is reduced because in, in this pandemic, we find out that uh, we're not just battling the pandemic, we're also battling misinformation as a second pandemic. You know, people are sharing medical advices that are not genuine, that are not original. People are sharing wild, very wild conspiracy theories. And the press, the, what the press does is, you know, provide some sort of antidote to this. They verify the information, they verify the source, they give you fact-based news and analysis. And this is why I celebrate all the journalists. Yesterday, we marked World Press Freedom Day. And it's a day that is very important to remind the government that it is their responsibility to also respect, you know, respect the press. The press is not the enemy. We're working to ensure that there's transparency, there's accountability, like the watchdogs of the society that we are. The theme for this year's uh, World, press Conf- World Press Freedom Day is uh, journalism without fear or favor. Uh, so I'm also using this opportunity to call on the persons who are responsible for giving us information here in Emotes to step up. Give us the information. The, com- uh, the Commissioner for Health, give us information. If, there's a, if there are cases, tell us how many, the, the, the number of cases, the number of people who have been traced. Do we have treatment centers? Step up and answer these, these uh, questions. Give the people the information that they are need. You are responsible for that. The press is not the enemy. Journalism without fear or favor. Thank you so much for being a part of Darling Clinic this morning. Remember, before you share that piece of information, before you share that very wild conspiracy theory, check, double check, triple check. If you're not sure, send to someone whom you know can help you verify before you share it with someone. At 12 o'clock, our Pigeon English News, Niger Today will be up. And at 12.30, it'll be the fusion of the Jews and music premiere, the Mancrush Monday edition of the show. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Certified Camille is my name. Thank you so much, DJ Extreme, for holding it down. And to everyone who participated today on Darling Clinic. Have a healthy day. Stay safe.